0: All right, so you've got a story you want to share.
1: <laughs>
0: this week we had the Silicon Slope Summit and Peter and I heard lots of founder stories. Yeah. So I think Peter wants to share a founder story, so. All
1: right, so I had this entrepreneur come to me and he was like, hey, can I ask you a question? And I was like, yeah, this would be good, some good tea. So he's like, okay, so I have this company, it's doing really well, it's trying to scale, but I'm at this like inflection point and you know i'm trying to figure out like what do i do i've never been to this point before where like i think this thing could scale and get really big and take off and like what are the things i should be thinking what are the things i should be thinking about like how should i go about it like all of those things and so he's like so i decided like oh i'm gonna go talk to this venture investor who's invested in a bunch of companies that have scaled and gotten really big and done really well and like in his mind he was like i'm gonna pop into this office and ask this VC, like, lay out my situation, ask this VC for advice, and I'm going to get all this great insight and what I should do. And instead, he gets in there for the meeting, and within, like, 10 minutes, the VC's like, well, that's great. It was nice meeting you. Hands him, like, some swag from the venture firm and kindly shows him to the door. And he was, like, pissed. Was he upset? He was pissed, yeah. He was really upset. He was upset because he's like, well, I, like, took – like a meaningful amount of time out of my schedule to come meet with this VC. And like, we had booked, like, it was like half an hour, an hour or something. I don't know what. And uh, I had these like really important questions and he just like totally blew me off. And he was like, he's like, look, this company, like I don't need money for this company, but like my next company, I might, and I'm never going to that VC again. Like he was, he was ticked. And so he was like, he was like, all right, so here's my question. I was like, why? Why wouldn't the VC give me the time of day?
0: And um, what do you think? It's a service business, or the current one, or the next one. The current one. It's a services business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's v- like an agency. Yeah. I think VCs are very time constrained. I think their limited resource is everyone wants to spend time with them. Yeah. But the deals they want to spend time with, they have to chase. Yep. So if they're not chasing you, there's just there's no there's no interest. Yeah. They don't want to hear a hypothetical. Yeah. If you want to build a relationship with a VC, find ways to help them. Yeah. Don't waste their time. Yeah. I think that's right. I think that's right. Never go for the ask. When I'm working with VCs, it's always, hey, how can I help you? What can we do? By the way, here are the assets I have that you might be able to leverage. Yeah. Yeah. Never. I never, I never pitch anything.
1: Yeah. I think, I think that's a good, that's a good perspective. Um, Yeah. My thought process was similar um to me though is kind of like the vc met with him and then was like this is not a company i would invest in so yeah like not worth my time and just kind of ended things right mm-hmm. he's like "Ah, it's a services business he just clearly he just made it clear that like he's not raising money so vcs make up their mind and like, like
0: three minutes or less.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's like dating, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you get in that date and you know, within a few, like within like 30 seconds, if it's going to be interesting or not. VCs are not too dissimilar, right? Whether that's fair or not. I don't know, but I don't know. that That's my read on it. I guess the question is like, so I really like your thought, which is if you want to build a relationship with a VC, you think like, how can I add value to this relationship? Um, the ways that you primarily add value are like, hey, let me introduce you to some interesting deals with good traction. I think that's a good way. Um connecting them to people that could invest in their fund is a really good way. Um
0: most people don't have those points though. Yeah, well. Those are I mean, look at how those many are deals, tough. look at how many deals I've introduced you to. Yeah, a few. Probably sub ten. Yeah. And I've known you for 10 years. So it's like a, yeah. an intro a year. I know. It's hard to add value to VCs, right? I get that. I get
1: that. Um, but you're, you also like send quality stuff, right? You see a lot of crap that you filter out that doesn't make it to me. Mm-hmm. Which means by default that like when you do send something to me, I take the intro because I know you're not going to waste my time, right? So yeah. But I don't think you have to send like a zillion deals over. Okay. And look, again, this is like the hard thing about hard things is that they're hard. And if you really want to stand out, you got to do stuff that other people aren't willing to do, which means it's probably going to be something hard, right? hmm So anyways, uh, I mean, other
0: ways that you can help VCs, you can help like build their brand. Which is what this founder could or should have done yeah. in the meeting I think you're talking about. Yeah, because hey, he, he has a ton of experience in that space, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, actually, so he and I
1: spoke a lot about certain things related to that that were, like, super helpful. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to follow up with some more questions. Like, yeah, that could have been an interesting way in which he could have, like, built more of a relationship and then potentially gotten more out of it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I think, I think part of it is just, like, yeah, to your earlier point, like, VCs are busy and their time is valuable. And, you know, if they can't invest in your company, then they're gonna kind of move on to the next thing, so.
0: And so the purpose of the story is, if a VC passes, don't get upset.
1: Well, I mean, I think that's maybe part of it. I think the other part is that, well, okay, so here's the other thing, (laughs) and I told him this too. It was like, I was like, look, the VC probably doesn't even know how to help you scale your business, honestly. And so you went to him and you were like hoping he would give you all this advice, but you didn't give him anything, right? You didn't give him, your company wasn't investable. You weren't raising money. So like you weren't giving him that. So that's out the window. And then you were asking for something that frankly he didn't know how to give, Mm -hmm. right? Because even if the VC has built and scaled a business, right? It was probably like more than a decade ago, and, you know, some of the things are relevant but, relevant, but not all of them. And so, like, how much help is he really going to be? And it was probably in an area that was totally different than what you're going to raise in, right? You know, that you're scaling your business in. So just not super helpful. And so, like, the VC's just kind of this awkward situation was like, I don't have anything to give you. And, you're, you know, I can't give you money because you don't need it. And I can't give you advice because I don't frankly have it. So it's like, tell me my baby's beautiful. Here's a piece of swag. Thank you for coming. Yeah, it's not an (laughs) ugly baby. He doesn't even have the baby. The irony, though, is that this VC probably thought they're helping. They're helping, and he was like, "Yeah, I totally saved, salvaged that relationship," because I gave him, you know, like a baseball cap or whatever (laughs) it was, right? Mm -hmm. And in reality, the entrepreneur is just like ticked. But most entrepreneurs are yeah that's true like i mean i think and no vc is going to be like well honestly i don't know how to help you with scaling your business right they're not going to be honest about that because there's Mm -hmm. like so much ego there so they're just you know they're going to dance around it and
0: send them on their way what were you going to say i i mean i i think i think you nailed it so i also just had a brain fart is what just happened ah Oh, I think the, the thing is that when I, when I was working with the, you know, with a bunch of angel investors and because of this podcast, most founders, when they come to VCs are asking, they ask a question, but it's really, how do I raise money? Yeah. And they want to know how to get there. And it's really hard because you can't, I mean, the, the honest answers they don't really want to hear. Right. That's the other part. I don't think some of the V some of the investors in Utah, I think of the worst names, are the ones that are like honest? Worst reputation? Yeah, the worst reputations. Yeah, a, a, a common denominator is they tell them unfiltered feedback. Yeah, and the founders can't handle it, and I that think they true. need to be more mature in those scenarios. I mean, who needs to be more mature at that? The founder? Yeah. I mean, here you've got someone who's seen thousands. I know, of but deals. but look, it's so hard, right? Yeah, so I just because like it's advice. like you
1: put your blood, sweat, and tears into this thing, and then that somebody like. Who doesn't really understand it tells you that it's ugly.
0: Yeah, so I don't give advice. I just say, hey, let me think about it. Maybe I can make some intros. And then you ghost them. I don't ghost them. I'm
1: kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding.
0: Um, There's very few do I sit down, but it's like your your student, again, from your birthday party. Yeah. was literally arguing with them. There's no way your advisor deserves 50% of the company when they haven't even put in a single dollar. Yeah. And they've been to one or two meetings. Yeah. They deserve nothing. Nothing they're yeah. not paying you anything else they're doing with you should be a, on the side in a separate deal. every deal the merits for equity should be a one to one ratio and stand on their own yeah, and unfortunately, the reality in that situation is
1: that like like that 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 business is dead on arrival- mm-hmm. it's not gonna go anywhere
0: and it's a, and it's an old me too model, yeah well, but anyways, that's a separate thing that's a separate thing
1: anyways, back to
0: Back to this this founder and story so a VC be careful how you use their time if, yeah but I don't it's... even know
1: about that I think it's just like so there's a saying that if you want to raise money ask for advice and if you want advice ask for money mm-hmm. and I think that holds
0: true to a certain extent with VCs um does it like if he really wanted... I feel like all the VCs in the back channel joke about that phrase why when like whenever there's like a new like intern or analyst and they're like oh they said they don't want money (laughs) and i'm not gonna mention when the fund it was but the partner's like that means they want money yeah but that's my point right Mm
1: -hmm. but okay so if you go in there and you're like hey i need advice here's how my company is crushing it right then vcs will get fomo right Mm -hmm. but if you go into them like we need cash because we're about to run out right then VCs are like, eh, I don't want to, I don't want to save this one. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. not my job. So, but I guess in this situation, right, for the founder, like if he had gone in and been like, I'm thinking about raising money for this company. Let me t- give you all the stats. Blah blah blah. Is it fundable? Things like that. Yeah. Then he would have gotten advice that maybe would have more been more helpful along the lines of what he was actually trying to get. Okay. But maybe not, because like I said earlier, maybe the VC doesn't, doesn't have any like actionable advice on how to scale business. So if you're going to go ask a VC for advice, I guess here's the other thing. like Know what things VCs can give you advice on that's let's, actually
0: let's, good and actionable. Let's get to the deeper question. What's <laughs> that, What business operational sales advice do you respect? What percentage generally? What do you mean? Like... Like when you hear VCs, mentor founders, how much of the time are you like, that is like dead on and that's just a VC just blabbing?
1: I think most of the time it's a VC blabbing. Here's the way I think about providing that advice to my founders. What I will say is I'm looking across my portfolio of companies that are similar to yours And this is like what I'm seeing uh, that they are doing or not doing and the impact it is having. Take that for what you will. Your business is different, right? Mm -hmm. But if that is helpful in any way, that is what I am seeing. Okay. But I never go to a founder and be like, you should do this. I may come up with like brainstorming ideas and be like, hey, what about this? What about this? What do you think of this? But then I always follow it up with like, there is no pressure for me to do any of these things. Mm -hmm. These are just, like, fun, spitballing, brainstorming ideas, right? Mm -hmm. And usually, good founders have already thought of, like, most of those ideas already anyways. So.
0: Mm -hmm. um, As I've been on both sides of the aisle. Yeah. I feel like most individuals, in general. Yeah. Get a very specific silo of experience that that they're dealing with. Yep. And most VCs get really good. Their job day in and day out is pattern recognition for what will be the next company. Yep. And they become very disconnected from the operational sales components that make business successful. Yep. And therefore, it's easy to become, even if a VC had a lot of operational experience, one, two, three years down the line, I feel like their operational experience becomes less and less beneficial to being in the trenches. Yeah, I agree. I think most VCs don't don't have particularly helpful advice to give. Like if you're looking for help with your comp plans, talk to someone who's actually putting comp plans together. What are the current trends? Here is where VCs do add a lot
1: of value or can add a lot of value is if you are fundraising. Mm -hmm. That is where you should listen to your VCs. And I think that's one of the areas where entrepreneurs listen to their VCs the least. Right? They're happy to take advice on like, sales and marketing plans or whatever, right? But when it comes down to like the VC telling them, like, I think your valuation is too high or these metrics are not going to get you the valuation you want or you're going to have a hard time raising. I think, especially in the last few years, a lot of entrepreneurs have been like, no, you know, I know better than you do. I'm going to go out and be able to raise this. What does Peter know? What does Peter know? I'll prove him wrong. And it's like, okay, you're taking the one thing that the VC actually could add value on because they're doing lots and lots of deals on a regular basis and you are not. And you're telling them that their advice doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I think that is the one area where VCs can add a ton of value uh, from like guiding and mentoring entrepreneurs. And then I think, frankly, the other part, I think the other area where VCs can add a lot of value is... Networks. Well, I think networks, for sure, making introductions. Um, But what I was going to say is just being there to support the founder. Mm -hmm. Right? Because the journey sucks. It's got, like, some amazing highs and some incredible lows. Wait, wait,
0: wait, what founder is going to cry on the shoulder of a VC? None.
1: Um, Actually, a lot of founders do. The ones that
0: have raised, they're like, I lost your money.
1: Well, look. The journey is got a lot of ups and downs. And founders that trust their VCs, yeah. Oh yeah, that's a powerful relationship. And
0: come talk to them. I would never cry on my VC shoulder. Well. I'd cry on your shoulder though, not a VC shoulder. But I am a VC. But you're a friend first and foremost. Well,
1: I think I mean I don't want I wouldn't go so far as saying like VCs should be friends, but I think some of the VCs that I respect the most have these incredibly deep relationships with the founders they've mm-hmm. backed. And sometimes they are like the shoulder they cry on or the therapist, you know, they listen Mm -hmm. to at two in the morning when, you know, everything's going nuts and they're not sure what's going to happen next. And Mm -hmm. they just lost a customer or like whatever it is. Right. Mm -hmm. I think that's, so what you brought up is like an unfortunate thing that a lot of founders think, which is like their relationship with the VC is still adversarial. And I think most VCs think that, like, once they've written the check, mm-hmm. they're now on the same side of the table as the entrepreneur.
0: Okay. And they want to be more involved. But, it's if, but those are the ones that just do one check and not do follow-on rounds. Mm, but even if they do follow-on rounds, right? Okay. Like,
1: like, here's the thing. As, as a VC, I, it's a lot easier for me to be helpful. Mm-hmm when I'm given enough time and I'm included in the conversation than when it's like, oh, crap, we're going to go out of business tomorrow, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. And we need your support, right? And it's like, well, geez, like how come you didn't like reach out earlier when these were like actually solvable problems, right? And I could have like opened up my Rolodex to help you find the connections you need or the funding or whatever it is. And now I just feel like kind of screwed, Mm -hmm. Right? That's not a good way to build trust. So, anyways. For sure. I'm just saying like VCs can be, you know, another area in which they can add value, I think, is being like the entrepreneur's cheerleader and support through thick and thin. Okay. Not all VCs do. And not all VCs do it all the time with every company. But I do think it's an area where they can be supportive.
0: I dig it you disagree that's okay no i don't disagree i think it's a case-by-case scenario for sure and i think it's it's amazing when those founders and vcs can mesh on that level and have that level of transparency and respect like you would a standard business partner right right you're right it's case-by-case
1: all i'm saying is it's an area where a vc can add value
0: all right sweet well sounds good let's thanks for the this episode thanks for this feedback on where VCs can and can't get add value and what to expect when you pitch them or don't pitch them or how to approach them and how they might be responding or not. Go to venturecapital.fm. Forget everything I just said. Like, subscribe, leave thoughts in the comments. What are some of the positive and negative experiences you've had pitching to investors? And has a VC ever given you advice that was actually helpful? Of course, for sure. But you have to understand where to, where to balance. So anyways, thank you guys and join us for the next episode. Peace.